this is going to be a weird one. A bit strange. Um, <clears throat> too close. So, it gets strange. So, I'm doing my own this time around. So, UFC Vegas 38. So, two fights really inter- that really um, interested me. Um, the card wasn't as stacked for me anyway as much as the uh, previous weekend at U- for UFC 266. That was a stacked card. A really stacked card. Um, this time around, there were... However, it was just two fights we did really did it for me. The main event and the uh, the fight after the co-main event. So I'm referring to really the the main event, which is Diego Santos versus uh, Johnny Walker. Uh, both guys had had both guys had really good stand up, especially Diego Santos. Uh, the guy was throwing him some really really um really heavy punches, really um, heavy blows at times. Um, some really heavy shots, and then he won by. You know, by unanimous decision, you know, I'm really impressed because uh, Walker's really, um, really, really tall guy, six foot six, uh, to Gasanta, six, six foot four. So they're about evenly in terms of height, evenly matched. Um, yeah, okay, fine. That's quite an age, an age difference. That's quite an age difference. Santos, what, 37, and Walker is 29. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really, I was really impressed by Santos Santos's performance in the octagon uh, that night because he um, they fought really well. For someone who's as tall as Walker is, you've got the advantage of being long, and to, you've got the height advantage. Um, to um, yeah, you know, well, if if I explain it a bit, a bit more um, technically, if you turn it around, the um, Santos who's not as tall, six six foot four has the let's say the height for me there's the, the disadvantage with height because of course when he's when he's punching I could see it in the footage that while they were um while they were um while they're fight while they were fighting um you know when your opponent's taller then you've got to kind of like reach up to aim for their face basically that's basically what I was was trying to say so now that was a that was a good fight. No, Santos was really, um, you know, throwing in again as I said before, throwing in some really, really heavy, heavy shots. And so yeah, he won the fight by unanimous decision. And the fight really, which is the fight that I'm really laughing about, is the um, the the fight with between Kevin Holland and Carl Dorcas. Um, so this fight was uh, going well. Um, good stand up from both guys. Um, Carl Dorcas, of course, had it. The um had the the was it I could didn't check this guy's height. I think probably the height advantage. He's really long and lanky, um. So his reach is going to be of course quite um quite out there, quite long, quite far reaching. And um, of course, Kevin Hunt was doing his doing what he always does, his trademark thing of always having to talk, of always having to speak while he's um, fighting. I think. There was one video I saw on YouTube. I think the thumbnail was saying that he was even speaking across the DC, saying "DC, I hear you, I hear you," and um, I, I didn't watch it, but um, it didn't surprise me. The guy lo- loves talking; he loves running his mouth while he's speaking. I have to say that um, it just rolls me up the wrong way, and I've just I've asked people about this um, whether whether they like whether they like. <laughs> Whether they like um, him talking, whether they like, they like me speaking, whether it annoys them, whether it really pisses them off, whether it actually spoils the whole experience of watching him fight. Um, and most people, these people I've spoken to so far, they love it. Me, on the other hand, I it just doesn't really do it for me for the entertainment factor. It's not really, 
I don't find it fun. I find I find it quite annoying. You you're in there to fight, so fight. You know, so constantly doing that, and you know, I I could even hear him speaking to, the way he's speaking to his past fights. You know, um, Derek Bronson, um, the way he's speaking to Dorcas in the cage there. Um, after when they were separated by the referee, I was telling him Dorcas, yeah, I'm guard up, <laughs> telling him what to do. For me, it is quite annoying, and just you're in there to fight. So just concentrate on fighting. Just that's what you should, what, what your you know your mind should be trained on. Your mental energy, mental strength, all of that should be just trained on fighting, competing in that fight, and winning that fight, coming out as the successor. But for some reason, this guy just doesn't do it at all. And I remember in one of his past fights, whether it was it with Derek Bronson or I can't remember. I think Khabib was watching there, sitting in the cage side with Dana White. And I think it was sometime in April or so, or May, earlier this year. And he was consistently talking to Khabib. Khabib was finding it funny, so that's probably someone else who actually does find um, Kevin, Kevin Holland's talking entertaining. Um, I think even at the end of, of that fight, he lost. F- fight fans were saying on Twitter, on the comment section, on YouTube, wherever they had watched the fight... Uh, on their saying social media, this guy just talks too much, and uh, that's the reason why he loses the fight. He doesn't concentrate on, on winning the match. And he said again in a reply on the video on Twitter on, on Instagram, "Yeah, this and that, last blah 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 blah, so and so, this and that." But I'm still going to keep talking, still going to keep running my mouth. And even Dana White came out and s- said something um, along the lines of the reason why he lost, and the reason why he was talking is that he has a that's probably he's having a mental breakdown. So. His consistent chitter chatter in the cage that just helps him cope with that. Dana White's words, not mine. So, um, but you know, the main point. <clears throat> uh, I didn't want to waffle on about that, but the main focus for me for this match, I'm sure, was for everybody else, was the um, <laughs> the collision of the collision of the heads of Dorcas's head with Kevin Holland's head. Um, <laughs> it was quite ridiculous. I had to watch it almost a dozen times just to make sure there was nothing in it that I'd missed <laughs> because it looks as if Kevin Holland had knocked himself out as I think making a almost like an um a jerk sort of head movement and then bashing his head into um Dawkins's head and then he went down <laughs> he went down and I think it was he was knocked he had passed out and then Dawkins just took the opportunity to just dive in there, get in there and just start dishing out the shots, start dishing, dishing out the blows and then go, go up against the cage against the fence um, into a rare naked chokehold and then um, Kevin Holland taps out and um, unfortunately, unfortunately the judges believe that it's in a contest I was thinking hmm, really, do you agree? So I post, I try to get as much as, um, you know, I try to get other people's opinion as much as I could and most people, uh, virtually 100% of the, of not my followers, but of the pe- people who follow me on, on Instagram, um, even the people I spoke to, you don't follow me on Instagram, but who, who I know, most people, their opinion was that, yeah, no contest was the right, correct decision to, the right and correct decision to make um, for the judgment of that fight. Um, <clears throat> me personally, I think that Dorcas... <laughs> Dorcas won that fight. I mean, I would have loved for Carl Dorcas to win that fight. Uh, maybe it would it would encourage Kevin Holland to probably probably keep his mouth shut for his future fights because okay, 
one of my friends said to me that there's the business facts and the, the entertainment facts that the business side and the entertainment side that that's the reason why Kevin Holland is doing it um, people tune in to watch him talk while he fights and in, in terms of um, fighting um, probably helps him to fight the entertainment side maybe the fight side no I don't think so no because you should be concentrating all your energy especially your mental strength and capacity on winning competing that fight and winning that fight and coming out as the successor in at the end of that fight that's my personal personal opinion that's what i um, personally think um um so um yeah um he actually said in a recent um video he posted online he he said was saying to Dawkins that he, um basically in slang terms that he wants to rematch um as far as i know um was making this podcast as far as I can tell Dawkins hasn't said anything I'm not sure if the UFC and Dana White will want to do a rematch so um, let's see what happens personally I, personally, I think they might do a rematch um, but of course I would have loved Carl Dawkins to have won that fight but it is what it is I just have to wait and see what happens throw a bit Um, excuse me. Now, next up, I want to just cover the um, John Jones situation. Now, my last podcast that I did with my co-host uh, David, we would talk about this, and so basically, the gist of it is the, in a nutshell, what happened is that um, recently, um, John Jones uh, was invited to Vegas to the UFC Apex, wherever it was in Vegas, where they're holding the um, the Hall of Fame. UFC Hall of Fame event to, to include new members in there. I think GSP was recently included in there, <laughs> and John Jones himself was recently included. And bizarrely enough, after receiving the award, a few hours later he's arrested. And the reason why he's been arrested is for for uh, <clears throat> an incident um, involving uh, involving concerning domestic violence and what what had happened uh, was that I think he had had a falling out with his partner his fiance uh, pulled her hair and um, it must have gone violent and they left the hotel room with the, she left the hotel room with the children uh, they went down to the main reception to the main lobby and they spoke to some of the staff there and John Jones's daughter his child actually asked the um, the hotel staff to please call the police so that shocked many people that said uh, your own child's actually asking uh, someone to call the police on you, you you as a father, as a parent. So, um, and I think when the police arrived, they arrested John Jones and he, um, what had happened is that initially before all of this is that John Jones had, I think, gone out to a strip club and come back when he was drunk or high or whatever and they had falling up with his wife, pulled her hair, it got violent and the police were called. And um, what happened was that when the police were called, he was arrested when they arrived. He um, also, I think he was so angry, he even head-busted the police vehicle so hard that it made a dent, some dent and some some chips of paint actually flew, off from, flew away from the car. And, um, yeah, he was... I think something else that happened is that he said to all of them that the reason why we're standing there but as bold as brass and not scared or anything is just because I'm holding, I have handcuffs and you've handcuffed me take these handcuffs off and let's see what happens he was saying stuff like that um so yeah he was arrested and um 
what uh, what has happened i think recently the new development in the case if you can call it if you can say it's, it's uh, if you can say that this is related to the case is that um i saw on youtube um just as i was making my way to the gym this morning or should i say yes but i was just as making my way to the gym earlier today i saw on youtube that he had posted a, a video a short video on his instagram or on his twitter and he basically shows him and his partner sat in the car and it's, it looks like they've kissed and they've made up that they've you know basically ironed out whatever differences they they had or they've made up they buried the hatchet whatever but it looks like they're now on good terms or they're now on okay terms and i saw that i was thinking okay this is either um either they're both well either she's crazy that she's just um rolled over and just let the whole dust just forgiven him so quickly or this whole thing has been, just been um done for show for the cameras for social media for for John Jones's fans to see. Um of course I was weighing in more on the side of it's just for, for show for the camera. It's not real at all because something like that was so serious that the child had to call call the police on you. I mean you know that this definitely is not genuine, it's not it's not it's not real. And you stage the whole thing. Um God, this is so awkward to talk about that. Talk about Amazon, but hey, what the hell? I'm doing it already. So, the question I have, and I've done a lot of research on this, and I've asked me questions. I've asked me people's opinions. I've gone across um, YouTube and just listened to other videos, uh, just other big, significant trademark names in the mixed martial arts, just to hear their opinion because they. Uh, you know they're not stupid people, so I do um I do respect their opinion. Um, I personally believe that you know this guy should be cut from the UFC, and I know that's almost like saying 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 it with my head in the buried in the clouds because I know with the way this business works that no matter how bad a person is outside of the sport, as long as you are bringing money for the organization that you are representing or that you work for, in this case the, the UFC and Dana White there is no way that they're going to cut you I think especially in this organization the UFC if you are almost like their golden boy or if you are if you are one of their golden boys or golden girls there's a very very good chance that they're going to hold on to you no matter what and even when Dana White was asked about this at the um the post um fight conference after the um the UFC Vegas 38 fights had taken place he was more or less like tiptoeing around the um the big question of are you going to cut this guy because he's just causing so much trouble trouble for you always get seems to get into trouble with the law i mean right after right after you have added him to your what's the word you use inducted him into the your into your ufc hall of fame right after just a mere hours not even a mere weeks days weeks or years mere hours on the same day in the same night, in the same evening, he gets arrested by the police. He runs into trouble with the law. Trouble with the law again. On the same day, that he's received such a prestigious award in the sport of mixed martial arts, especially in the UFC. You know, it's crazy. I think someone was saying, was it DC, was saying that when people aren't even dis- disappointed in you anymore, when you get into trouble for doing something, doing something wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. You should know as an individual that you've got a serious problem. 
that has gone to the stage now that people even expect you expect you to do something like this to do something so bad like this that you know it becomes in their eyes for you as an individual as far as they're concerned how they see you you doing something like this it's almost like second nature for you so it's not they're not even surprised that you do it but i think what annoys a lot of people including people like myself is that john jones someone like this and you know he's not alone there's going to be other people like even conor mcgregor who, who also has a long he's not too different from him um what really annoys me is that he just doesn't he seems to get away with it all the time and i think the best punishment for um for someone like john jones is to be cut from the ufc now i've heard so many other opinions saying okay fine that's not going to happen because he brings in so much money for the ufc the paper you know the pay-per-view numbers are always through the roof when he whenever he steps into the octagon to to compete in any ufc event uh, that there's no, they're not going to cut this guy from the UFC. You know, they're always going to make excuses and keep, and hold on to him. You know, and I've had the other the other side of the argument that okay, fine, you can come from the UFC, but will that really actually help help? Will that really help hit this person's predicament? Will it actually help help their problem? Will it actually help them solve their problem? Personally, I think that well before someone or before something can get better unfortunately it has to get worse a whole lot worse really really bad um well i say it they have to get worse they have to get a whole lot worse they have to hit rock bottom um but whilst you're whilst you are on that decline downwards do you have to take do you really have to take people with you because i'm sure if the if this guy's cut from the ufc at least the attention that he's received when he does something wrong, when he says something, um, this okay, despite being one of the um, one of the best mixed martial arts fighters, world um, champion, world renowned mixed martial arts artist, athletes um, in the world, um, I think at least if he's cut from the, a really big mixed martial arts promotion such as the UFC, you know, a worldwide household name, especially in the United States, I think at least he would lose some of the attention he gets whenever he does something wrong or even does something good so i think that would be um that might be like at least a part just a part of a wake-up call to this guy that he really has a big big problem he really has a serious serious problem because i mean even after this um whole thing had happened after receiving the award after him going out getting drunk i think they said they said he went to a strip club somewhere in vegas there um and then coming back to the, to the hotel room, then having a falling out with the wife, it got violent. <laughs> they ran out of the, of the hotel room. His daughter asked the um, hotel staff to contact the police. Police came. Um, he struck his head on the um, police vehicle. So hard, he left the dent there. You know, even after everything that happened, you know, the guy didn't even apologize. And I think he made what seems to be to many people, including myself, he made the same excuse again, um, not, not touching alcohol, that everything that, got, I mean, is that, yeah, I actually felt quite, just reading those comments, and it's like the same thing people, the same thing he said before, um, over and over again, um, and he didn't really show much remorse for what, for what had happened, um, but I think even if we're showing any remorse for what, what had happened, I think by now people actually don't care about wouldn't really care 
because it's happened so many times now that um, people are just sick and tired of sick. They're just sick and tired of the same sort of situation happening over and over and over again. I think is it what this would now be the sixth yes the sixth arrest that this guy's had whilst being in the UFC I think um one one really big um one prominent incident that stands out that sticks out in my mind is one that I am um, <clears throat> that I covered the, not covered but one that I came across that I heard about um somewhere I can't remember it was somewhere in the US I can't remember the name of the, the particular city um but what what had happened was that the guy had actually gotten into a car accident, um, a collision with another vehicle. That vehicle was being driven by a pregnant woman. Um, after the collision, she had broken her arm. John Jones got out of his car and ran away. Later on, he returned to the scene to pick up some stuff from his car. Maybe it was drugs or um, some sort of paraphernalia. I, I, I can't remember what it was. But even after that, you know, still there's other things that happened. And what really bugs me, I think the point I'm I'm trying to emphasize here re- repetitively, even persistently, is that this guy just never seems to receive any sort of consequence that actually acts as a major wake-up call that he needs to sort himself out. And even now, he's a grown man, what, 34, 35, has a family of his own, he has his own children. And, you know, what sort of example is he setting to his children or even to any um, other younger fight fans out there that who respects him and adore him because of how well he he performs and how well he does his job, how well he fights and competes, you know. So it's really, really, um, it's, uh, well, I say it's a shame. By now, no, by now it's not a shame because it's beyond that because it's almost like the person involved, they are, it's almost as if they'll get in trouble anyway. They'll get, they'll get in trouble and it almost seems intentional on their side because at the back of their mind, they somehow believe that not nothing really severe or bad is going to happen to them now for me in my personal opinion i believe that the worst and the best well the worst thing and probably the best punishment that could happen to this guy is being cut from the ufc that would act as a major major wake-up call i mean by now he's won so many fights that he's he has so much money he doesn't need to work a single another day in his life a single day in his life so uh, where money is concerned, he's financially set, he's financially sound and financially comfortable. So that's never gonna be, going to be an issue for him. Um, um, so, I mean, that's just my personal opinion on that on that matter. It's, um, for me, it's, a sh- it's a sad what happened. I say sad. I say it's a shame that, but um, I don't think it's beyond that now because it's happened so many times that, that people... Um, people are just sick and tired and just fed up of seeing and hearing the same thing again and again involving the same person again and again um i really hate saying um every single time so the the next point i want to talk about is the Tyron woodley tattoo again that's something i mentioned in my last podcast but still i um is that tattoo real to get it on the palm more or less this is still like the not too different to the palm of your hand because it's still the same same skin but I mean if it was a proper tattoo excuse me if it was a proper proper ink top tattoo um, wouldn't you normally get that on the on the back of your hand let's say the back of your hand your arm 
you like. I mean, he, I do appreciate that Tyron Woodley did say that he wanted to get it somewhere that wasn't so obvious. I mean, when whenever you're out and about, even if you're wearing dress, you're not wearing much dress, a vest, and probably shorts. Um, even yeah, even when you even when you're exposing plenty of skin, you it isn't so obvious that you that you that you're bearing a tattoo that you not you're, you're not really fond of. That I understand, but I'm questioning whether the tattoo is real or not, because the agreement was that if he got the tattoo, if he lost to Jake Paul and he got the tattoo, then he would be given the opportunity to fight again, have a rematch. But again, is that tattoo real? Forget it. Get it somewhere like here. You want to get a tattoo at least. At least you want, if you're going to get it on your finger, Tyron, Tyron Woodley, you <laughs> get it here. Um. Nonetheless, I can understand why he would have gone the tattoo that way. If the tattoo is um, real or fake, that's another debate. Um, but where he got the tattoo, um, I can understand the reason why. Because if I was in his shoes, I wouldn't want to get that tattoo either. Uh, you know, for someone who not not only did I lose the fight to, but also someone who I can't, who I don't particularly like, and who I can't particularly stand. I, I think he said his name already, but I won't say his name again. You all know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention his name. So, guys, um, yes, and I will also point out that um, as I'm making this podcast now, I recently hit 100 subscribers. So, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm really grateful. Um, I never thought that I could actually hit 100 subscribers at all because, again, first of all, you know, before I even made it, uh, before I even started a YouTube video and a podcast, I was very self-conscious about how I looked, how I sounded on um in the video so um that's the reason why i was so um hesitant to start one in the first place and then the mixed martial arts bit um i felt quite awkward doing it because i thought i wouldn't come across as a proper sports fan and then there's still that <laughs> the stuff about i'm feeling very self-conscious about my appearance on camera so you know i'm very grateful uh so definitely um in the future there's def- definitely going to be more uh, more content to come and I'm still trying to get guests on here. Um, the recent, the most recent guest that I tried to get on here, I think was it the guy that was involved with the um with the Diego Sanchez a scandal that happened when he was cut from the UFC after they demanded his health records. Well, that guy, I mean, he's been called a few certain words. Um, you're called a prick and a scumbag, and a fucking idiot by certain people. Um, he agreed to come on, but later on changed his mind. And I actually, in one of my older podcasts, my older videos, I think about three or four months ago, I actually made <laughs> made my mind um, clear and um, just, I made my thoughts, my opinions clear on what that guy did and how he handled this whole situation um, in that interview. So guys, um, yes, um, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the content, please don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a like and um you can catch my podcast on spotify on google Podcasts, and on itunes and um yeah thank you thank you very much